0: everyone, welcome to another YFE Chat Live, the live show that happens every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host tonight, Jennifer Dono. You can tweet me at Jennifer Dono and use the hashtag YFE Chat. Tonight's show is episode 98, two more until 100, and it's brought to you by Oval TV. Ovali believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today at MailChimp.com for free. And a shout out to all the MailChimp people that are over in Atlanta and all of our friends in Atlanta. I hope you're staying warm and indoors. So uh, again it's episode 98. Today's episode is all about building a successful foundation or a foundation for a successful business and we've got Nicole and Omar on and they're going to be talking to us about 100mba.net and businessrepublic.net, two entities that they have that teach you how to have that strong foundation. They also have a really cool retreat coming up in May that's down in Mexico. They're going to tell us a little bit about. So before we get into that, I wanted to make sure that I thank everyone for showing up live. Uh, again, use the hashtag YFE chat for any tweetables that you have or, or questions you might have. Stacy's over there on at wife Entrepreneur. And one other thing before we bring them on, dailyactioncalendar.com is where we've got our daily actions happening. And today was Valentine's Day, tomorrow's Valentine's Day, and then it gets into some other fun stuff. But you'll notice if you subscribe to the Action Calendar that we have our new Bootstrap Book Club coming up. Um, We're doing the 48 Laws of Power that is the book. And if you've ever read it, you'll know it's a little controversial. It's very Machiavellian. It's going to lead to an awesome discussion. So anyway, let's go ahead and get started. Let's bring on our guests Nicole and Omar. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got started in all of the different enterprises that you are that are you're
1: a part of. Okay? Uh, thanks for having us, Jen. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, my name is Nicole and um, well, in my past life I was actually a teacher and I left education to follow a passion. I ended up going to film school here in New York, uh, New York Film Academy, and uh, teamed up with Omar uh, while well, he had been running businesses for over over 10 years, over 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, we teamed up with, uh, to start Business Republic, and um, since then, we've launched uh, quite a few projects. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: So, Omar, tell us a little bit about your background then, because uh, you have, like I, I was saying earlier, a very rich background as far as, as business goes.
2: Well, yeah. Um, you know, I was in education as well. I started out as a teacher, then I was in middle management, and I did some teacher training as well. Um, and while I was doing that, I was doing a lot of, you know, side hustling is what they call it, but they didn't call it when I was doing it, there was no name for it. <laughs> but uh, but uh, basically, um, I was trying out how to build a business online, you know, in the beginning I, 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 you know, I dabbled in eBay stores, had a Yahoo store, had a pretty major retailer. Uh, an e-commerce store as well. Um, so I, I had a few ventures online. I, I kind of learned the hard way. I, I read a ton of books, you know, over 200 business books and marketing books. Um, took a lot of online courses and just a self-taught person. Um, I did a lot of web design as well on the side. And uh, I just uh, learned how to make money and learned how to become um, a bit uh, educated when it comes to business and online business as well. And so, when I made the transition to go full time as an entrepreneur and start Business Republic with Nicole and everything, uh, it, it was um, a bit of a jump, but it wasn't a huge leap because I've had, you know, I'd, I've already kind of done all my failures and, and learned the hard way and things like that. And, um, you know, I'm not saying it's completely easy all the time, but, you know, I had a bit of a head start when it came to. Um, starting a business and going full-time.
0: Well, let's start off with then um, actually the $100 MBA. So it's 100MBA.net. Let's start off with that and talk a little bit about how you got started with that piece because I mean you have, like you mentioned, BusinessRepublic.net and then you also have a reboot retreat that we're going to mention shortly. Um, But to begin with, what is a $100 MBA?
1: Um, Well, the $100 MBA is an alternative business training platform. Uh, and and it's a community as well and we really stress alternative because um, it's for people who want to build a business but they don't want to spend you know thousands of dollars you know up to a hundred thousand dollars they don't necessarily have you know two years to give of their life Um so Hundred dollar MBA is basically a whole series. It's a distilled MBA education. I mean, Omar pretty much you know extracted the juice of an MBA education, and we've put it into video lessons, uh, which are interactive as well. So we found that you know students may have questions after a lesson, so they can ask questions directly under each video. We have exercises and little self assessments as well. But the most important thing, I guess, is the community, the community yeah. forum, which is inbuilt into the MBA.
2: Yeah, we found the Community Forum is kind of one of these hidden successes that we found through, through building this, uh, this platform, this community because a lot of people uh, feel lonely as an entrepreneur. Um, I'm sure that you can relate to this, you know, but a lot of people, yeah. um, family, friends, they don't really understand what we do. You know, they're really kind of hoping they're going to get out of this phase or something. You know? So it's good to be along, uh, like-minded people, uh, be friends with like-minded people, but more importantly, get feedback, get you know, accountability. On what you're doing, you're like this is what I'm going to do this month. This is when I'm launching my business or my website or my blog, and get feedback from other entrepreneurs as well as just get feedback from us. They ask questions and ask us what we what's the next step forward. I have questions about this, you know, particular aspect of my logo, my business, my tagline, um, and it's just a good place for people just to network and and also just you know share resources like i'm looking for you know a guest on my show i'm looking for somebody to the blog post you know to guest blog on our on our blog so we found the community to be quite thriving and, and a good way for people to kind of implement what they learn in the lessons
0: so then let's talk about the actual business education standpoint of all of this mm-hmm. because I mean you've got the word MBA in there, or the, or the phrase or the abbreviation MBA in there. So where do you see business education ha- going in the future? I know a lot of the women that watch YFE Chat Live are starting programs of their own where they're teaching expertise, whether it's through photography. Last week we had Alex Bieden on who is teaching other people how to become excellent photographers and grow their businesses. Do you see that as a trend that continues and where where is it going?
2: I definitely think it's going to continue because because business has changed over the last fifteen years. I think it's going to be changing even more rapidly in the future. Um, you know, both of us were in education. We're both in we're both in higher education as well. So we kind of had a, a glimpse behind the curtain. We know exactly that you know education is really um, it's really behind the curve. You know, and Seth Godin has a great quote that says you know MBA you know business schools have a monopoly on education or business from the nineties. So it's it's. It's, it takes a long time for an establishment organization to get anything into the curriculum because there's so much red tape and all that stuff. On top of that, you know, a lot of people need to learn things just in time, just in time for them to know exactly what they need to do when they're building their business. You know, you don't need to know every single thing and spend three years learning it, and then okay, now start. Like you're going to forget <laughs> what you learned from day one. You know, so I'm sure we don't remember, you know, the first lesson of the first class of our freshman year in college. You know, so the point is is that this is the curve or the trend that's happening is that people are learning things as they're building. You know, it's more of a practical thing. I mean, Eric Reese's uh, book, um, The Lean Startup, you know, reiterates that you have to iterate on your business. You have to launch a minimal viable product, find out what's best for your audience, and improve upon it. But you have to launch it and learn as you're building.
0: That's a great point. I love, you know, I'm excited to see what happens, especially in the traditional MBA program and how it'll it'll mold to what's happening online with programs like yours. I know a girlfriend of mine just got done getting her MBA and she works at a large corporation. So she had to get that actual certificate. The corporation shelled out the money for it and everything. And it's just so expensive and so time consuming. And she works nine to five and then would go to school. So anyway, I'm getting yeah. off on a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, I, I do want to wanna say.
2: Yeah, I do want to say that you know that for some people, an MBA is something that they need, like like your friend of yours that needs it for the corporate job. You know, but you know, I, I went to Warren for a semester and I dropped out after a semester because my my professor told me that you don't need to be here if you want to start your own business. And you know, most people here are here because they're looking to excel in corporate jobs or whatever. Um, and and that's the essence of why we kind of built this platform because there's most most people out there that want to start a business are not looking to work at Goldman Sachs or Lehman Brothers or you know, they're looking to build something on their own to replace their income.
0: Well, and I've heard a, a few pros um, about being uh, going into an MBA program as far as network goes, but it sounds like your program has really solved that problem and the idea that you have that community still. You're able to interact with people below the videos, like you said. So with that in mind, how can we, as like I said, we're putting together these online programs. What makes a successful online program where the people involved get something out of it and the business owner that's putting the program out there can actually profit from it?
2: So you want to take uh, a part of that and I'll take the rest? <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I mean I'm behind the camera um in the $100 MBA instructor so I'm always behind the camera and kind of listening and then if I, you know he's got more a lot more experience um, in business so I'm kind of new to this and so you know, from the perspective of, oh, is, did that really make sense? Like I'll kind of, you know, maybe ask him to, you know, redo something just so that it is clearer for, um, for an audience, um, you know, from a visual perspective, I think the quality is important. So aside from like the technical, you know, the lighting and the sound and all, you know, getting all that right. So that the, the quality of the product is good. I think from a learner's perspective, it really is important that it's engaging, you know, even if the lessons are short, like some of them will be three minutes, but they can be up to six or seven minutes. You know, it has to be engaging um, so we work really hard to signpost um, with you know appropriate titles so that that, that learners are following um, it, it's in, you know it kind of moves along quickly so you don't feel like you you know you are put to sleep by a lecture uh, we cut away to to uh, different things that maybe Omar references whether it's a book a, a website so that kind of keeps the learner visually stimulated uh, so from, from that perspective yeah, yeah it's that's yeah,
2: and we always to keep it light and keep it fun as well. You know, there's no reason to make it boring. We like to crack <laughs> jokes, and and we have a lot of inside jokes inside the hundred dollar think so You eat a
1: cupcake at one. <laughs> yeah, I think I bite
2: into a cupcake for no no apparent reason. I was trying to make a joke, but um, but from a from a business point of view, where you're saying that you know, how do I, how do I provide a great online you know platform course, as from a business standpoint, from the business owner as well as the the user experience so they enjoy. It, I think. That too many people that when they launch these things they see it as a product they see it as I'm um, giving them a bunch of videos and they're going to consume it and therefore they're going to pay me for it and when we started on we didn't want to have that kind of platform or that kind of you know outlook our outlook is that this is our audience these are our people and we want to serve them we want to be we're in the service business we want to serve them and support them and make them feel like they're a part of something that is going to help them get to where they need to be you know just giving them videos and then Sending them along their way. That's not enough. A lot of people need support. They need encouragement. They need feedback. They need to know that they got it, and they need to ask questions. So we're in here for the long haul. We're not going anywhere. We're just really dedicated to serving our our. I mean, it sounds corny, but we feel like they're our friends. You know, they're our family, and you know, we do office hours, and we we're always kind of just checking up on them all the time and answering questions. So yeah, we just really feel like if you serve your audience in any way you can, through the education, through the community, through the support, then you have a whole different situation, a whole different offering than just, you know, sending out a product and then a couple months later, oh, now I have a new product, and you just forget about the old audience.
0: Yeah, well, I love that perspective too, because if your audience, your core demographic, the people that have purchased your product. If they do well and they're successful, it's only gonna make you more successful. So coming yeah. from that service standpoint definitely makes sense. One of the things that you talk about in a $100 MBA, which I thought would be definitely of use to our our community is the idea, and you mentioned it briefly with um, the Lean Startup, is the idea of real world idea of validation. So mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that and how we can actually go into the real world, make sure that our idea makes sense that people are, are going to exchange dollars for it with us. Yeah. How can we do that?
2: Well, I think the biggest mistake a lot of people do when they're trying to validate an idea, they say I have a great idea for a business, and the first thing they do is that they ask a friend or family member, and they say, "Hey, what do you think of this business idea?" And I mean, the, the default answer is going to be, "Oh, that sounds great." But they're forgetting a huge critical point that the person they're asking is most likely, you know, not their ideal client or their ideal, you know, potential customer, you know, and and really their opinion in terms of business terms doesn't really matter. It I mean because at the end of the day you're not going to be offering it to them. You want to get the opinion of people that you're going to be offering it to uh, as well as there's a lot of people that have fears when they come to this stuff. They they don't want to share their idea. They feel people are going to run away and steal it. Um, ideas are worthless, and and yeah. a lot of people say this. You know, it's the implementation. The reason why things are successful is because they're implemented properly. And you can have an idea, and I can have an idea, right? And we go on our merry ways, and we spend the next six months working on it. The, the the end result is going to be completely different because my implementation is going to be different than yours. So ideals are worthless. But when it comes to validating an idea, you know, we really preach the idea of you need to get your idea out there in front of your potential audience, get their feedback, fine tune, put it out there at a minimal cost, minimal viable situation where people can actually go and try it and test it. I mean, this is something we're exposed to as consumers all the time. But when it comes to our own, own business, we don't see it. You know, um, Facebook, when it first came out, you know, it was just version 1.0. And then, like, then they improve things, they add things, and now you can poke, and now you can change your status, and now you can put up video. You know, and then things keep improving, improving, improving. And that doesn't come out of thin air, that comes out of putting it out there and finding out what happens
0: yeah that's a great point and I think on the same note to remind people that Facebook will put out a feature every once in a while or even Twitter will try things that we talked about this on Gencast and then just try it out on a few people and if it doesn't work they just don't move forward with it so exactly that's a great I mean,
2: large uh, cor- you know, c- corporations do this um, especially when they're rolling out new products like when Co came out Co Zero they didn't roll it out across the world they rolled it out in some areas in in uh, in Eastern Europe and then they found out, okay, this demographics fine. Let's move on to something else. Um, if anybody who's listening is interested in this idea, um, we actually offer a free course if they're looking on ideal validation. So if they go to 100mba.net/backslash/free-course, hyphen they can just uh, put in their name and email address, and they have a full course and workbook on this idea. We 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 actually offer we actually offer that because it is a huge topic. A lot of people, um, it's a starting point that they kind of struggle with.
0: Well, let's talk about another huge topic, which is the idea of paying yourself and reinvestment. And this is something, again, that's a, a point in your $100 MBA that you go over. At what point should we be reinvesting in our business and not feeling, or paying ourselves and not feeling guilty about reinvesting or not reinvesting?
2: It's a good question. <laughs> um, it all depends on your business model. It depends on if you have investors, if you have venture capitalists. I mean, obviously, your response your responsibilities towards them is important. You need to make sure that they're, you know, they're getting their returns either quarterly or whatever you've agreed on. Um, but if if that's not the case, and for most of our audience, that's not the case. People are, you know, quote unquote, bootstrapping their business and they're building their own and they're self-funded. Um, then you're going to need to kind of take a look at your business and see how much you can reinvest. A lot of people put aside 25% or so. Uh, if you could do more, great. But if this is something that's going to replace your income or it's a transition you're making, then you obviously need to pay yourself. You need to make sure that you're covering your expenses. Um, there's another point I want to highlight is that if it's all work and no play, it's going to be hard for you to stay motivated. Um, I know that Tony Robbins has this concept, of the three bucket concept, and, and one of the buckets is you should have a bucket, even if it's a small percentage, 5%, 10%, where you put it towards something to treat yourself, something like, okay, I would like to go on vacation or I would like to buy myself uh, a new outfit or whatever it is, you know, um, so that you feel like you're rewarding yourself for your hard work. So you need to kind of take a look at it. Everybody's threshold to, uh, you know, pain or threshold to like uh, having a little bit of a long term view is different. So if you are, you have a side income or you're getting paid some other way, you may want to reinvest half of it. So that's something up to you. But obviously, Paying yourself is important if you're trying to replace your income.
0: Absolutely, I think that's a great a reminder for young female entrepreneurs, because too often we feel guilty for not putting that money back in or not even understanding what it is that we can actually pay ourselves from our business. Uh, so with that in mind, I wanted to move on to uh, your actual, because I wanted to talk a little bit about service, but let's go ahead and go into the Business Reboot uh, Retreat. You have this coming up that's in May in uh, Cabo, right? Cabo San Lucas?
1: No, no, Cancun. Cancuna,
0: Cancun. That's right. Cancun <laughs> in this beautiful, beautiful resort. So tell us more about why you started doing this because Business Republic is is kind of like your blog um, and slash uh, service point, right? Where you're helping other business owners how to create videos or you're, or you're providing them with videography services, logo services, that type of a thing. And now you have this extension.
1: Yeah, um, so we've got this retreat coming up in, in Mexico, Cancun. It's basically for well, for people that aren't really happy with the level of success they're having with their business, um, and we thought it would be, uh, you know, and it's useful to step step away from it, you know, go to a completely different location. We've uh, teamed up with a whole bunch of experts. We're really excited about the lineup. We've got um, uh, Colbert Barth and um, Caleb Wojcik.
2: Yeah, a lot of great people. Um, yeah. Rick Mulready and Amy Clover, as well as Jared Easley and uh, Justin Jackson, as well. Yeah. and you and I.
1: <laughs> and uh, so a whole bunch of people who really you know know a lot about building a business, and we have basically designed it so that there's uh, you know information downloads, but then there's also concentrated workshop sessions where people can really just focus on okay, what do I need to do? Because we've often been to conferences and we've left really really inspired, but with no plan of action forward. So we thought we'd create something that you know isn't a really beautiful Location where we could party. You know, everything's included. So you know, cocktails all night, whatever you like. But um, you know, you can really dedicate that time and pick the brain of these people, to and, and have a plan of action forward once you leave.
2: Yeah, um, and we really wanted to make sure that it's kind of you're not worrying about anything other than you know focusing on your business. A lot of us we neglect our businesses. We just say okay, go through the motions and not say okay, I need to step back like you said, you know, and and take a global look and get some perspective from people that have done it properly and done it well many times and they can give me, you know, like a clinic. They can clinic me and find out what I need to improve and what I don't need to improve. And at the same time I need time to just be around people that are like-minded that I can make some solid friends. Some of the best friends I've made are like real friends are at these kind of conferences and meetups and it's going to be an intimate group. So it's a good chance for your people just to pick the brains of experts, you know, have a great time, relax, recharge their batteries and, and also just, you know, really go home and understand exactly what they have to do to, to take it to the next level.
0: Well, see, and I love this idea, the idea that you get away and you're able to meet with other people. But one of the things that I feel like makes you unique amongst our community of the people that reach out to YFE to share their event is the idea that this is not gender-focused. If you even look at the people that are teaching you, they're men and women, which I think is so important. The events that I've been to in the past are either female-focused or they're industry-focused and uh, my industry was in web hosting, and so it used to be just a dude fest. It was just tons <laughs> of men. But it, you got so much more. I, I feel like as a female, being around your male peers, that's something that we miss out on a lot when we are marketed, these female-only events. So I think that's one thing that really drew me to the event. Another thing was that it is in, in Mexico, in Cancun, and you're able to get away. And this is something that not only, you know, you guys are promoting this, but this is something that uh, Richard Branson does on a regular basis. Yeah. I follow Susie, the, the kite boarder who has my tie going on right now, and that's what they do. They, they escape somewhere, they're able to to talk about business and relax yeah. and forge those awesome relationships like you were talking about. So I wanted to ask you about this uh, this whole idea of gender specific networking events. So here's the thing, your business is really interesting and I feel like, you know, apart from the idea of us actually going to the event, we can learn from you guys as far as your business model goes. You have this, you know, one to one service based business, you have the the sell to all classroom type of experience, and then you have this in person event. So why I mean, what are the benefits for you as a and this is something that's interesting too, I'm going off on tangent, I feel like. Um, <laughs> you're an engaged couple. <laughs> so how does that benefit you being around? around a gender, you know, it's a gender-neutral type of an experience. How does that benefit you? That was way too long of a question. No, no, no. Give us a good prep, yeah.
2: But
1: I think I know, I mean, you know, I think the answer, one way I can answer that is... um, you know, the fact that Omar, Omar and I, yeah, we we you know we are engaged and we work together every day and you know, we have a fantastic relationship which we're very fortunate to have, but we are very different you know, and we do see uh, business, uh, teaching, communication, marketing, all of these areas, I think we really see it in very different ways and um, so, you know, a lot of the times we... we yeah, it's, it's good to
2: have uh, somebody to compliment you because sometimes, you know, I'll take a look at something or I'll create something and then I get her perspective and it's good to get that perspective because it's a perspective that a lot of other people in the world share and I'm neglecting so I need to make sure that I, I, I take it into account. So I mean in terms of the retreat we really, we actually had thought about this I and mean, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that it's a very all inclusive, you know, obviously all inclusive, everything's included but <laughs> all inclusive everybody feels like they can go and not feel like it's gonna be intimidating at the same time it's not gonna be something where I feel left out because I'm a certain person a certain way
1: yeah and even though like I mean I'm a huge supporter of obviously you know female you know female entrepreneurship and, and all of that and I think it's important for women to get together but you know just dialoguing with with other with you know both men and women, you just learn so much, and you really do see things very very differently. Because even amongst women, there are different you know there will be some women that are far more I don't know masculine in their in yeah. their approach to marketing, and others that are more you know just wait and see. Oh, I don't know if that feels right, you know. So there are so many variations. In the yeah, ones.
2: and we also wanted to make sure that people build those kind of relationships at the retreat, like. We really were focusing on trying to make the best experience for the attendees. See if they, you know, they can make friends from both genders and also learn from each other. Learn from each other's business practices. Like I tried this; this helped me out. You know, what are your what's your advice? So there's gonna be a lot of that going on. Um, we just introduced a new buddy ticket, which allows people to go as buddies. Like, okay, um, oh, so make it, <laughs> yeah. Well, we wanted to make it a, a bit more affordable for people that were, are willing to share a room. You know, okay, I have another friend; I can get a double ticket, and it brings their costs down really low. It's like one thousand seven hundred and fifty for the for the whole five days, five days and it includes yeah. their accommodations, their food, their transfers, their parties, their workshops, everything, and it just kind of cuts the price almost in half. So it just helps them out, and it kind of just kind of gives somebody a choice an option like oh okay I don't mind going with a friend or, or going with somebody that maybe is new but is is willing to share a ticket with me so we kinda of wanna break the ice and make it open to everybody
0: nice well I like the pricing structure too. its easy and then like you said you have that way so that you can actually add on that second attendee because I feel like that's something that happens a lot with these types of retreats too. you're always asking who can I stay with that type of thing you don't want to be by yourself
2: yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> alright so Nicole and Omar, thank you so much for joining us. And can you tell everyone where they can find out more about 100mba.net, uh, business, or I'm just like listing off your domain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let me take over, Jen.
0: <laughs> tell us where we can find you online. Uh,
2: our our home base where you can find all of our information is Business Republic, which is businessrepublic.net. Um, you can learn more about the retreat, about all the workshops that will be going on and how to register at businessrepublic.net backslash retreat. And the $100 MBA can be found at 100mba.net. And there you can also find the free course. You'll see it in the header. Uh, You can just uh, click that button and, and get access to the free course on idea validation.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us. Hopefully everyone will check out, especially uh, the Business Republic, because you've got so much free, awesome information on there. You have a Gary Vaynerchuk interview. You have a few pieces that are really interesting that I feel like young female entrepreneurs will want to pay attention to. So, again, thank you so much. Great. Thank you, you, Jen. Jen. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone, you've been watching the weekly live show called YFE Chat. That happens every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern here on YFELive.com. I've been your host, Jennifer Dono. You can tweet me at Jennifer Dono. Use the hashtag YFE Chat with any comments or questions that you have. You can definitely reach out to our guests on Twitter as well. We'll have all of the links and notes below this video on the replay on YoungFemaleEntrepreneurs.com, YouTube, and on iTunes, of course. So you can find out more about Young Female Entrepreneurs and stay in touch by signing up for me forward slash mailed it